Weekly Lost Podcast, episode number 112. We can't transmit because something else is already transmitted. Somewhere close, the signal's strong. Train, how would what kind even... of transmission is it? could be a sat phone, maybe a radio Can signal. we listen to it? Let me get the frequency first. Hold on. Welcome to the Weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. <laughs> and this is my <laughs> wife, Giggles a lot. I love it. We're doing a late night podcasting. I forget. This is what it, you're like when it's late at night. I get the giggles out of you. Yeah, you know. I'm, what are you talking like? You... I'm doing my professional podcast broadcast voice. And you are? You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. Let's go. Okay, I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. <laughs> My wife is so excited to be here. <laughs> and I'm excited to be here. We are recording. I don't know what's funnier, your lie or your voice. <laughs> you leave my voice alone. Clearly, I'm kidding. I am excited to be here. I know you are excited to be here, because if you weren't excited to be here... I wouldn't be here. And you wouldn't be laughing, that's for sure. All right, so we are both excited to be here, and we are recording live in front of an internet audience over at TalkShoe.com, and the folks that are joining us new to join us because they are signed up for the Generally Speaking Podcast Network mailing list, and quit laughing at my radio voice. I'm trying to put on a... Prof- was laughing at that what, time. What are you laughing at now? Well, you said the people who are joining us new to join us, and it sounded like you said nude to join us. <laughs> yes, we are streaming nude on Ustream, <laughs> which might have something to do with the reason why we are... No, I am totally joking. Clearly not. Clothes on. Everybody that's here live, see the clothes right here. So anyway, uh, let's see. What are you doing? You need to wipe your eyes off. Okay, so we are clearly here having a good time. I was saying, though, the folks, people are asking, you know, hey, when's Cliff and Stephanie going to do that next live show? And during the summer, we're trying to avoid uh, nailing down a specific schedule. So we're asking people to just bear with us uh, for a couple weeks, maybe even a couple months, as we uh, just do this whenever we have some free time. And uh, We have till February to figure it out. Exactly, no <laughs> doubt. Well, February will have a definite nailed down schedule. But the people who okay, want to... We have to, till January to figure it out. Yes, the people who want to join us in these live shows know that the only way to do that is either to follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash gspn, or to sign up for our email list at gspn.tv slash list. So with that out of the way... What are we doing tonight, Stephanie? Do you know? I know. We're we're um, we're gonna search on YouTube for um, actor interviews. Actor interviews. Actor In fact, interviews. that's what we're gonna do, and uh, we're going to invite other people to comment on these. We're gonna comment on these interviews and talk a little bit about them. Uh, and I'll tell you how we can do this. How can we do this? I don't know how to do this. Where they could send us links as we're as we're recording live. Um, I tell, oh, I do know. If you are out there in the live listener audience uh, and you search and browse through YouTube as we're recording this show, if you come across a link to a YouTube video 
that you think would be now remember people are going to be listening to this on audio only but if it's like an interview or something neat that you think would be good uh, for audio listeners to listen to this send an email to Cliff I can't talk right now Cliff at E or no <laughs> Cliff at gspn.tv so that's the best way to up on that earlier too was I yeah were I was I is it was I or were I was I it's not where I. <laughs> so I'm going to be keeping an eye on oh my email my list here. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and clear out the the unread messages. And that way I'll be able to see. So if look at. Okay. Yeah, Evan's got the idea down. Okay. He's already got the link. Evan Agee. Or, no, it's. Is it A.G.? A.G. A.G.? Aggie? A.G. We're going to ask him real quick. How about Evan? <laughs> All right. It's a. It, it's Evan. Evan Ag, right? Just Evan. It's Ag. Okay, Evan Ag. <laughs> Evan, thank you very much for Excuse submitting me. our first YouTube video of the evening. Uh, and can you tell us what this is? It's a great interview with Michael Emerson. Wonderful. So, uh, and and who's he being interviewed by? Uh, CW11 Morning News. Very cool. Well, thank you very much, Evan, and we're going to go ahead and listen to that, and then after it's done, we'll we'll do a little dis- discussion regarding it. So here Hi, we go. I'm Emily Francis. He's the leader of The Others. Lost Star Michael Emerson is here live, and which singer is a fresh face of Giorgio Armani? It's all coming up in Entertainment News. Live from New York City, you're watching the CW11 Morning News. All right, from the practice to Saw, he's the master of dark and dangerous characters. Now, Emmy Award-winning Michael Emerson keeps us gripped to the edge of our seats as Ben on Lost. Jacob. He's sitting right here. In this chair. Yes, I know, but he insisted. What are you laughing at? They chose the psycho clip. He wanted of the course. secrets of the island. <laughs> well, here they are. Oh, he's so creepy! Good morning, welcome. It's so nice to meet you. I'm such a huge fan, and I, I, you know, I've watched the show religiously, but I have to say, it's finally the first time we've learned about Ben, and uh, he's a little twisted, even more so than we thought. Well, he's had some challenges in his life, hasn't he? Yes, he has. And and not an ordinary youth. Definitely not. So what what is going on with Jacob? Like, is it a person? Can you give, I mean, I know you can't give too much away, but... Well, I, I really don't know any more about it than you yeah, do, right. but I could speculate and say that there's something there, but it, it resides somewhere in between a corporal being and an imaginary being. Uh-huh. And then, obviously, we just saw the video of, of Locke <laughs> getting shot in the, uh, you know, in the, the grave where all the people that you uh, the death killed. Pit. So, yeah. can you give us any hint? I mean, I, I want to know, but I don't want to know. Is he, is he dead? Or are we going to not find out till next season, I hope? I can tell you that he's hurt very badly. Well, gee, that's obvious. <laughs> he is. That's all you can tell me? Come on, give but me something. He has a pre-existing medical condition that is in his favor, though. That's true. Oh, he was yeah, paralyzed and then he wasn't. That's, that's not no, it. He gave up it. something long ago that may help him now. Uh, it's his kidney. Ooh, <laughs> i got to think about that for a little bit. Oh, now, the other interesting on. thing you like that your wife is one who uh, yes. is your mom. Yes, that's my wife playing my mother. That has got to be weird. Well, I know it's a little bit Freudian. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I hope it doesn't bleed over into our life at home. I, I hope well it hasn't yet, right? That's, that's a good start. So was it, I mean, did it help? I mean, did you get her cast or was she kind of cast on her own? It started as a joke. She mentioned months ago that if she ever 
ever got on the show, the part she wanted to play was my mother, and well, ha ha ha, we laughed about it. Right. And we've talked about it occasionally at cocktail parties and such, but then somehow it actually came to happen. And I, I didn't politic to get that to happen. It wow, just so appeared that, one that day. That worked out really well. So yeah. now, of course, we're all still figuring out, like trying to figure out what exactly is going on. So what's your favorite theory? I mean, it's either aliens, it's everybody stuck in purgatory, it's... <clears throat> Yeah, obviously a social experiment. What what would be the coolest uh, scenario for you? If you I, I think ultimately the answer to the show will be in the realm of science and science fiction. Uh -huh. I, I think those metaphysical solutions, like that it's purgatory or it's the the moment before death or any of those, I I, I don't think those hold up quite so well anymore because the show is now positioned sort of in the here and now. Right, right. All right. So how do fans react in the street? I know that you are a New Yorker and you live here, but yeah. now that they're used to watching you, do people run away from you? I got a little more <laughs> famous recently. I think because I'm on the show a lot and people are very formal with me which is kind of nice you know they don't come up and pump my hand or slap me on the back they tend to keep a little bit of distance interesting they're thinking that you're going to psychoanalyze them I don't know huh? what they but think but do you want to go and give them a hug and say I'm really a nice guy in real life <laughs> like, please like me because I'm a people pleaser too yeah that's right aren't we all now the other interesting thing that you told me that you were a magazine illustrator prior to acting that's what I used to do wow. yeah for many many years I was a magazine illustrator but I always wanted to be an actor, and somehow I thought, I don't know, it was so much more difficult or something. I'm, I'm glad it's what I'm doing now. And it's worked out pretty well. It has worked out. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in. It's great to meet you. Thanks and, for having uh, me. And Lost airs Wednesday nights on ABC. And uh, coming up, we've got the inside scoop on Desperate Housewives finale. Alrighty, so you're trying to get it out of him, but he wasn't. I don't really want to know though, because I'm a fan. All right, so she's a fan, and she didn't know that Locke gave Not up her seriously. kidney. Hello, and well, then he, he didn't was... give up her kidney. Oh. He gave up his kidney. <laughs> okay, so he gave up a kidney. How's that? Well, That's Evan, better. thank you very much. That was our first. Um, clip of the evening and uh let's see here that was a good interview that was a very good interview what did you think about it steph anything i thought it was a good interview. oh okay very good all right so I'd, go ahead nothing really i i've it must have been the week that they showed the creepy psycho episode yes because that was the clip they showed but um where he was going crazy in the cabin. Yeah, that was kind of creepy. But what was I going to say? I was going to say something and it's gone. Oh, I was just going to say again that she cannot watch the show religiously and not know what John Locke gave up that's going to help him well, with his gunshot wound. I, I will say in all fairness to her, if I was interviewing Michael Emerson and had to keep the conversation going. No, that's I, her job. No, hold, No, hold on. To be honest with you, Stephanie, when I'm talking to people, uh, I, 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 you forget all common sense. No, I'm not listening to their question to their responses. Like when you went, okay, I know this sounds bad. Is that only when you're interviewing people? Or? <laughs> well, it's also when I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> or thinking about your next response. I know you're yes, not a good exactly, listener. Exactly, exactly. But she is, you can assume that she is a trained interviewer. Right. Which means that she would have to listen. Well, and I think she was. I mean, she she said, here, here's the situation. Okay, listening. No, hold on, Stephanie. Hold on. No, I'm I going guess. to stand up for this reporter because I, okay. I laughed pretty hard at the fact that she didn't know. Here's the thing. She did listen because she sat there and she took in what he said. And she goes, oh, something I'll have to think about that. But obviously, right then and there, was when they had, the was not the time. Whatever. And, oh, send the hate mail to Stephanie at, 
at um, don't send the email really dot com. <laughs> all right. So does anybody in the in I'm the gonna start uh, forwarding you all my hate mail? No, don't do that. I get most of it anyway. <laughs> um, let's see here. Does anybody in the chat room want to request a talk? Um, and if for some reason I am not uh, seeing people, let's see here. Mark, are you there? Let me. Hey, Chef Mark, are you there? Hey, how are you? Great. How are you doing, Mark? Bienvenidos a los Estados Unidos. Muy bien. Welcome, welcome back to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Gracias. 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 We, we did, did. Did you laugh at how we're learning? Try, we were trying to yeah, learn Spanish whatever. as we were there. Yeah, I said. Well, I was thinking to myself, you know, it's kind of hard to learn Spanish if you're only like ordering chips and salsa, though. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to it. I got como esta usted. Muy right. bien. Muy bien. Gracias. Y tú? All right. So anyway, uh, Chef Mark, it's gl- I'm so glad to hear you're back um, and, and that you're there. How's everything going with your with your father? Oh, he's he's doing really well. He's he's really well on the road to recovery. He's slowly taking you know taking his time to to get better. And I think you know he. Had, I want to thank everyone for their wonderful thoughts for him. He had a few setbacks, as you know, um, and I think it's because he tried to, you know, do too much too soon, uh, but he's, he's doing all right now. So very thank you all for your thoughts. Oh, very good. And, and those of you who don't know this, uh, Chef Mark is a very close friend of ours uh, in the podcasting community and, and, and of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network community. And um, his father, I, I guess, has he had two heart surgeries now? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's had to have two heart surgeries recently, so, yeah. uh, but he's he's doing all right. Very good. Well, we're very we're very f- thankful for that, and we'll continue to keep you guys in our thoughts and prayers. Yeah. So, what are you guys chatting about? I just arrived. Well, the, here here's the deal. We are currently sitting here uh, in our studio and doing this live show, and we're asking people to send us link to YouTube interviews. And Stephanie and I are going to play the the audio of that for our audio listeners for this recorded podcast, and we're going to comment on them. And if anybody in the chat room wants to comment, uh, they can request to talk. So, uh, if it now here's the thing: we've uh, Evan had just sent us the first link to a Michael Emerson interview, and then if anybody else has found an interview uh, on YouTube, please send us the link to Cliff at gspn.tv. And I'm going to go ahead and hit uh, pause here for just a moment until we get our next clip. All righty, everybody. We have our next interview, and this comes courtesy of YouTube. And this is going to be an interview done with Matthew Fox on the Dave Letterman Show. And uh, so we're going to go ahead and play that for us right now. Uh, I'm told that you uh, grew up in Wyoming. I did. Is that, is that it must be good for a kid, right? I think it's a great place to grow up. Yeah, a lot of wide open spaces. Right. What kind of uh, stuff did you do to entertain yourself there? Uh, we were into uh, fire. Ah. Amen, brother. <laughs> Woo. I like fire. Uh, grew up in a family of pyromaniacs. I had. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. I had. Uh, I have two brothers, and um, there was just always a lot of uh, fire and powder involved and things like that. We. Um, <laughs> Did a lot of you know fireworks are available year round in Wyoming, <laughs> yeah. so there was a lot of bottle rocket wars and that kind of thing, and um, and also my father always seemed to have that uh, kind of old leaky box of dynamite laying around. <laughs> <laughs> 
there was a, there was a practical reason for it. I mean, uh, in Wyoming, in the middle of the winter, the the you know ditches and stuff would get uh, iced in, and we'd have to blow those, which right. was really fun to do with my dad when you were a young kid, obviously. And uh, <laughs> but then in the summertime, around the Fourth of July, when his brothers would come over, there would be a lot of drinking. And <laughs> And at some point, one of them would say, how great would it be if we took like a quarter stick of dynamite and uh, put it under an empty 50-gallon drum and saw what happened? <laughs> and then uh, there'd be shrapnel in the trees around the house. <laughs> and my mom would inevitably run out there with like some sort of cooking utensil in her hand and be like, up in my dad's grill. <laughs> so uh, those were the types of things that we did. Well, it sounds like a, a rich, full life, certainly. <laughs> And uh, now you have a family of your own. You have a I couple do. of kids. How old are the kids? Um, I have a seven-year-old daughter and a three-year-old son. Oh, congratulations! Thank you and, very and much. What, Thank you. What do they? What do they enjoy doing with their father? What are their interests? Blowing now? stuff up. Uh, well, we've just recently moved to Hawaii, so uh, I'm. Uh, they're doing a lot of you know water things, uh, spending a ton of time in the ocean, and um, they have a pool for the first time in their their young lives. So. Uh, yeah, just spending a lot of time um, outside, which is nice. Now you've, you say you actually have moved to Hawaii? Yes. Uh, well, I'm doing this show Lost, and uh, <laughs> I hope people are watching it. This must be old, huh? So the show is done in Hawaii. It is. We oh, shoot it see, there. that's how I figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just a tremendous thing for you, then. It's a wonderful benefit of the show there. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's really kind of a dream. I mean, I've been traveling to Hawaii for six or seven years now with my wife, and and um, kids, and so to get the opportunity to work there has is, is been, been sort of a dream. Yeah. Now, the, the show, uh, I was uh, right about it. It's, uh, uh, people on the show are lost because of a plane crash, yes. but now there are also other people on the island who weren't on the plane. Is that correct? Yes. Now, now how, how did they get there? <laughs> and are, are they also lost? That, that second group, are they lost? <laughs> I think they're more lost. They're more lost. <laughs> <laughs> and and what what are the the, the now do you do you know what's going to happen or is this one of those things? I don't. I don't have any idea. I mean, I, there there is a master plan. Uh -huh. uh, you know, J.J. Abrams and Damon Lindelof clearly um, have a have an overriding sort of. They're into creating a universe, sort of a world with right. this show, and they have an overriding plan for it. We are kept in the dark, I think, pretty much. Now, now, will will you? Uh, is your sense that you'll get off the island, or you don't know? Uh, I have a feeling nobody's going to leave that island. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of doubt it. Well, well th that suggests uh, something bad. But I suppose you could stay and something good would happen. Yeah, I I'd say that's possible. Yeah. I just can't imagine at this point that rescue episode. No, <laughs> right. But, but also, if you're lost and you stay, still and all, it would be hard to promote tourism if you don't know where you are. <laughs> so so that, that may not be an option no, exactly. either. Exactly. Yeah. We've got uh, a great trip for you, but we don't know we where don't you're know where going. We are, sure, but try to get over here. Uh, and, and, and what about other theories that the pe fans of the show do they have? They must be going crazy. They, the, the the internet is apparently just packed Buzzing. with theories yeah. about about the the show. And obviously, uh, there's there's one. The purgatory theory is the one that seems to be really prevalent. I, uh, you know, this is the idea that these people are actually all dead and they're sort of stuck between um, the living and and moving on. It's a and great idea. Is that what's happening? No. <laughs> I, I don't think so. But could, you know, they could use that if things if they can't find an ending. That's not a bad one. Well, that is. That's always sort of the ace in the hole. Yeah, that's sure. right. Yeah, well, they, they, uh, they get to go right into heaven, or maybe right. they don't. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But you don't think that's it either. I don't. I don't think that's it. Now, um, in, in, in quiet times with your wife at home, what do, what do you tell her that's going to happen with the show? You must. <laughs> you you must have a hunch. 
Or you and the cast must get together and say, I'll bet here's what it is. Uh, Maybe a submarine comes and we all go home. There, there is some of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I really feel like that these others, there's, that they're um, some sort of transferable, contagious thing that they caught that uh, sort of turns them into something that's non-human, maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of... Now, did that happen before they got on the plane? No. No. <laughs> happened, happened no after. That's something to do with the island. The yeah. island has sort where, of the where character. Was, where was the flight going? Where were you going? It was going from Sydney to, um, to Los Angeles. Oh, that's a lot of water. That's, that's a, lot a lot of water. A lot of area out there. Yeah. Well, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting off that island now. You know, uh, it's a lost and an enormous hit uh, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. on ABC. Matthew Fox. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you very Pleasure much. Pleasure meeting you. Good that was a that that was a very good interview, Stephanie. It was, and, and you know I've watched a lot of these interviews with with the characters of Lost, and or the characters, the actors from Lost, and and some of the people who some of the actors are characters. Yeah, some of the actors are characters like um, Michelle Rodriguez and her cockroaches. That that was that was the funniest episode or interview yet. Uh, but sometimes the people who interview them just absolutely. You know, they either try to act like they clue they have a clue and they don't, or they they completely they, know what's going on, but they are just they refuse to ask the right questions. And I think that you know this is an interview that at least it was intriguing, and he mm -hmm. asked a lot of questions that just stayed focused on the reason why people actually tune in to see Matthew Fox interviewed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He he really he really touched he did, on a lot. He did. Um. I think that the best um, lost interviews are done on either Ellen mm -hmm. or Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Because they're both huge fans of the show. Yes. And they know how to perform. And not that David Letterman doesn't know how to perform an interview. I mean, obviously he is. Yeah, he might have he's some a great, idea. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. They, they I do. do. Those two um, have, unless it is the actor have great interviews with, with um lost actors because they ask the right questions and they're fans and so you know yeah so, anyway. rather than regis feldman it's a dinosaur, it's dinosaur. It? <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're gonna go Maybe ahead he'll and... give that up for season four i doubt it yeah, i really too. doubt it so we're gonna pull up our next one here um now maggie said not law not lost related but funny so uh, we're going to just trust her her judgment here, and we're going to go ahead and click on this next clip provided to us by Maggie on YouTube. So here we go. Okay, I didn't get that. Why was that funny? Maggie? That was funny okay, because Maggie's it's quarter after 11. <laughs> Okay, we have to. Maggie has to defend herself. Maggie, what was that all about? You gotta, you gotta watch it again. Actually, watch. Like it takes a minute to. It took a long time to load, but just try it. All right, but it's really good. Now the problem is, is I asked people to give us audio things that would make sense audibly. Oh. But anyway, I'll watch Sorry. it again. Okay. That's okay. I forgot. <laughs> what did I miss? That's all there is. It's just, he's just dramatic. It's just, oh, and, wait a minute, he, 
Cool. Kind okay. of reminds me of one of the girls, the way they get all. <laughs> all righty. All right. If you want to well, see drama, you should YouTube our daughters. YouTube. We YouTubed our apples to apples game tonight, and it must have been so good because they, they threw us up on the uh, main page of Ustream. We, we, we were, it was pretty funny. It was funny. You right. know what? And my, my second one's not a good audio one. Okay, not a problem. We'll do. Well, thank you. That's okay. Not a problem. We are starting to get some of these in. If you find a YouTube, thank you very much, Maggie. Uh, If you find a YouTube video that would be good for us to have in this lost podcast, uh, feel free to email it to cliff at gspn.tv. The next one here is uh, provided by Chef Mark Tafoya from the Remarkable Palette Podcast. And here's what Mark sent us over. finale we've had uh, two units going the entire time uh, out of a 17 day shooting schedule we had second unit going for nine of those days five were on the water and then uh, another four days between various stages getting jungle work done night jungle on stage then we also had a special effects unit going, blowing up the uh, hatch and doing the uh, the effects rigs at the hatch and making various items explode, shake, rattle, and roll. Today we're shooting a scene between Libby and Desmond. It's a flashback. We're in a coffee house, and I loan him four bucks, and he tells me that he needs a boat. Uh, I give him my boat. The significance of this scene helps to justify and motivate Desmond's need to win the race, which is how he ends up on our island. A very Lostian moment. That's our first day on the season finale. I haven't made a speech in a while, but it's my sad honor to thank Cynthia Watros for her humanity and her brilliant work on loss. It has been an extreme pleasure to work with the crew. I'm gonna miss you guys so much, more than you know. And the cast, you guys made me feel like this was home. And I'm very sad to say goodbye, but I have a feeling I might see you again someday. We're doing um, a night sequence, a storm at... Okay, so that paused right there. I think that's good enough. Um, that, See that, in- I, I, that was uh, pretty interesting. It looks like that's probably maybe from a... Is that from a DVD extra or something? I don't know. It looked like it. But it uh, let's see what Chef Mark has to say here. He's the one who sent that over to us. Chef Mark, you're back on the line. Go ahead. Chef Mark. Hello, Chef Mark. All righty. Let's try it one more time. Chef Mark, are you there? Okay, so Chef Mark's not there. So we'll go ahead and mute that. But anyway, um, let's see here. That was a very good uh, thing there. And it, it, what was cool about that, Stephanie, and, and we got to see the visual of what they were doing there. And But, but I listened to it to kind of get a picture of what it's going to sound like for those of you who are listening to the to the actual audio podcast of this. 
Uh, but what we saw and what was talked about is the fact that during the filming of that, they had like th- two or three different filming crews all working on different scenes of the same episode at the same time. Right. That is just amazing. And it's pretty cool. It is cool. It is very cool. And Chef Mark is requesting to talk one more time. We'll give him another opportunity here. Chef Mark, you're back on the line. Go ahead. Hmm. Uh, well, this one, actually, that one might have been me. It's my... Okay. There we go. There he is. You are now on the line. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, yep. go ahead. All right, good. I, I'm. What I was trying to say was that I had said that before, not realizing that it was from the season two DVDs, and you were looking specifically for interviews. So I sent you a second one that is an interview from New Zealand television with Elizabeth Mitchell. Oh, it's really good. So let, well, let, email. Let me see if I can find that one real quick. I'm gonna hit archive on that, and we're gonna look for a second one from Mark Tavoya. Eliz- oh, is very good. We, we found it. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and play okay. this. Uh, Interview from uh, Elizabeth Mitchell in from New, New Zealand, I think he said, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so here we go. There was an, yeah. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. Um, you know, New Zealand, big fans of Lost. Fantastic. You're a big fan of New Zealand. Are you? Yes. Have you, you, you haven't been, though? I've never been. I would really like to go. Why? Why? Why is that? When I was a kid, I did a book report on New Zealand. Oh, did you? I did. How old were you? Eight. Oh, cute. Yeah, I was fascinated by it. Absolutely fascinated. I was fascinated by, um, I was fascinated by the people. I was fascinated by the animals. It just seemed like a place that that was unexplored and completely different to me. And I, yeah. I wanted to go since yeah. I was eight. Well, just imagine Lord of the Rings without the orcs and hobbits and just with people. <laughs> and that's. Well, then it's one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. Yeah, that's beautiful. what I thought when I was a child. Yeah. Loving fairy tales, it seems yeah. like that's probably where they'd all be. You're in, you're in one of the greatest uh, fantasy ad- adventure TV yes. series ever. Yes. That makes you happy? Very happy. I've been a big fantasy, not fantasy science fiction, not since I was a little kid. So. Oh, yeah, wow. So you are. You may be Peter Jackson's secret sister. <laughs> <laughs> I might be. I might be. We share a lot of the same qualities, that's for sure. Do you know, I have a passion for it. You are an other. Or is that, is that undefined? I, I seem to be another, yes. Yeah. Why are they so grumpy? I don't really know why they're so grumpy. It's so interesting you said that because the woman who was doing my hair said, you're, you're kind of a grumpy Gus. That's what she said. I hope she meant your character, not you. I said, I said, well, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think she probably did, knowing yeah. that I don't run around like Oscar the Grouch. But she, but yeah, and I thought to myself, huh, um, I think they're very conflicted. I think they're yeah. very smart. I think that they have that thing going for them where they're actually kind of a bunch of highly intelligent people, and then they're kind of intrigued. Do you know there's that little yeah. bit of a stillness there? They, they are angry, though. There's not a lot of compassion in them, really. It's like I want... think Juliet has a lot of compassion. See? But I think her compassion she is does. tempered by the fact that she's still unbelievably intrigued. Like, I think her See? curiosity sometimes out, outruns her compassion. See? But she is hot for Jack, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you be? <laughs> yes. I, I, I say that as a woman to another woman. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. He is, he is uh, astonishing. That's a good word. That's why I can't understand why Kate would even consider not being there. Well, are we really disassure you, though? I mean, really? Oh, yeah. (laughs) He is stunning. Yeah, yeah. And sweet, actually, when you meet him. 
on camera, oh, and he comes yes. across as this honest to God. It's like if you ever, I, I, when I was talking 16, about I wrote a romance novel, right? Yeah. He walks into the trailer, and that's who you see on the cover of every romance novel you'll ever read. It's Josh Holloway. He walks in, you're like, oh, okay. huh, there you go. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. God, he is. He's, he's delicious. But these, you know, <laughs> and the two of them is, is the blonde guy and the dark guy. Yeah. And I think you are either into one of them, the other. It depends on whether you like dark guys or blonde guys. I've always said Sawyer's for your twenties and Jack's for your thirties, but that's just me. Nice. Like, <laughs> Bridget Jones. Yes. Would you go for the Hugh Grant character or the Colin Firth character? Colin Firth. Me too. I know. But most women go for the Hugh Grant because I think, oh, it'd be so much fun, you know? Well, he is charming and he is fun. But, you know, then be friends with him. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. She well, is great. Her, we and because we yeah. work in this kind of industry, we know too many Hugh Grants. There are plenty, <laughs> yes. Although he is exceptionally good at, at what he does. He is, I mean, he charms even me. But who's not particularly into that type? You're just like, oh, you got away with it. I'm completely charmed. Yeah. Well, you'll be surprised now. He's coming into the fourth series of Lost. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? That would be, that would be lovely. I look, I better wrap this up because I'm getting the wrap up. So yeah. thank you very, oh, very it's a pleasure. much. Pleasure. Yeah. Thank that you. That was a very good interview. That was, that was actually that was the best interview I think most enjoyable interview to listen to. As Elizabeth Mitchell was great. I really do like her. I, I think she, mm -hmm. I think, who is my best favorite character on Lost right now? John Locke, I think, still is is among my favorites, is still my favorite. But I think um, Juliet is is starting to, to be pretty much right at the top. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do, I do, okay. I like her. Anyway, that was very interesting. I really like how... Uh, you know, just he's delicious. Yes, just he's astonishing, and then delicious, and ones for your twenties, ones for your thirties. That is just brilliant stuff. There, very good. Thank you very much, uh, Chef Mark, for that. And uh, let's see here. This is another one from Evan, and this is says it's it says it's an other man video. Uh, let's see, William Mopather on. Whatever S A oh S A M F M Sam F M one hundred point seven. So this is oh this is actually an audio. It looks like or sounds like. So here we go. All right, here we go. Father, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> Good morning, Tony. How are you? I am doing great. Thanks for having me back on. Oh, hey, it's it's our pleasure, man. Like I, like I told just, you, just in case anybody's wondering, uh, because he's not been on in a while, uh, William Mapother or Mapother, um, it plays Ethan Rom or had played Ethan Rom. Actually, yeah. still does he, in he a lot of flashbacks. So just just so you know who we're listening to here. Before this is Ethan Rom country, man, in Bowling Green. This we're big fans of yours here. And uh, of course, you got you know bluegrass roots and everything. So, yeah. uh, so we're definitely glad to be supporting one of Kentucky's own uh, Sweet. on on the hottest show on TV hands down. Now, real quick before we get into the new episode, I got to talk a little bit about that debut episode of the third season. Yeah. Um, wow, my chin officially hit the ground really hard. I think I chipped a tooth almost <laughs> when uh, Juliet walked out the door and out should, from underneath the house there climbs uh, Ethan Rom. Uh, wow, did you know that when you got the script, did you know what kind of impact that scene would have on everybody, the lost fanatics out there? No, but when I 
you don't know for sure, but the way they wrote the scene in the script, right. uh, they clearly intended uh, on the camera pullback to reveal that it was actually in the middle of the jungle. Right. They clearly intended, uh, you know, for that to be a shock and a surprise for the audience. Unbelievable! So it was. It was uh, I remember I think that. They did a very, very good job on that. You know, I, I was thinking about it right, uh, right before we went on the air. Every time we've seen Ethan uh, in this sh- in this show, like you've kind of been like the guy where the twist happens, like the first time, you know, with the others with Charlie, and then of I'm course, kind of like the go the go to shock guy. They definitely uh, <laughs> Ethan has kind of evolved into having that sort of role, and uh, <clears throat> they they like using me for that stuff. Well, um, you're right. Uh, Whenever they need a little bit of a surprise, and I think it's uh, he, he kind of obviously originated in the way I uh, in the first season and the in the role I had then, and now whenever they need to shock the audience, <laughs> they throw Ethan up on the screen. Now, so with that in mind, can we say that this new episode uh, tonight? Can we expect some some major twists in this one as well? Uh, I'm in it briefly. Um, and I normally don't even reveal that I'm in a show, but it's been on the Internet, and I think right. ABC put it out there about who's in the episode. But I am in it, but I'm in it briefly. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, I'm in it in a new way. This must uh, have let's been, put it uh, that way. Okay. Juliet's uh, first flashback. Well, that's about as much as I don't want to, I'm always careful to reveal less than more, because I'd rather, I, I'm, you know, people, one of the things people love, and I know they say they hate it about the show, is how long they have to wait to find things out. But I know it's one of the things they love, and so I would just hate to spoil the surprise. But I am in, in it in a new way. You know, it's been interesting to hear people's reactions because the reason ABC split it into two parts this season was because the fans didn't like having the reruns interspersed right. between new episodes. Right. And unfortunately, now it's been over two months since the last new episode was on, and I know people are... You know, not happy about having to wait. So I guess it's a matter of whether you want your waiting spread out among the seats or you want to take all the pain at one time. Well, well the, I guess the good thing is now we're going to get it thrown, I mean, right at us. Oh, there's going to be a lost buffet for oh. 16, <laughs> 16 weeks. <laughs> well, I can't wait, man. It's going to be absolutely amazing. That's what all this. And uh, excited to see you back in there as well. So, so what else have you been up to, man? I mean, I know Ethan Rom, you know, everybody knows that guy. But what else has been going on with William A. Father? Well, I did a couple independent films a little over a year ago, and they are just beginning the round of the film festival circuits. Right. So one is going to be playing at South by Southwest, Mm -hmm. a big film festival in Austin, Texas, next month. And that is kind of like an updated Big Chill. It has Eric Stoltz and Ioni Sky and Connie Britton, who's now in Friday Night Lights. Oh, wow. Uh, got a lot of terrific movie, uh, excuse me, terrific songs from the '80s. It's about a lot of uh, about a bunch of high school friends who get together for for another evening. And um, then another one I did uh, is called Mickey Fish. That one's called Lather Effect. And this next one, another one is uh, Mickey Fish, and that's going to be playing in a um, uh, couple festivals out here, uh, probably the next couple months. So those are finally uh, hitting the screen. It just takes a while for independent films to work their way through the through the machinery and we're now out here in the first three months of the year it's what everyone out here calls pilot season because this is when the networks uh cast and shoot all these television pilots and then after they get them back in april they'll decide which ones actually make it under the air in the fall so uh i'm up for a few pilots uh and uh, hopefully one of them will get picked up and 
and go into a series this fall. Last time we had you on, uh, you said you were going to make it up for the Derby. Did you get in for the uh, Kentucky Derby last year? I did. I did. I came in um, and had a ball. And I hadn't been in for the Derby for a long time. And frankly, I'd forgotten how how lush Kentucky <laughs> is at that time of the year because I always come home for the holidays and maybe in the spring or the fall. But I hadn't been home kind of late spring or summer before. You know, Los Angeles is green, but it's green because they irrigate the heck out of the land. It's actually a desert here, right on the edge of the ocean. And Kentucky is just, I had forgotten how lush. It's almost jungle-like compared to L.A. Well, beautiful. Well, like I said, it, it, uh, well, today and this week especially, it's 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 not more very like jungle. North, I was going to say it's more like the North Pole, you know. But uh, it's still though not that not that bad. I'll take it any day of the week. What about the Super Bowl? Did you get a, get a chance to watch any of the big game? I did. I I got together with a bunch of friends and watched it, and uh, I was very happy. Indianapolis won. You know, it's a little bit closer to Louisville, although yeah. Louisville fans tend to uh, cheer. I think for Bengals for the Bengals, but uh, you know, I. The Bears, years ago, uh, kind of got my nose out of joint when they denied Walter Payton the chance to score a touchdown That's true. in their big Super Bowl victory, and instead they let Refrigerator Perry yes. run the ball over the goal line. And I thought, you know what? I'm sorry. That was not, <laughs> not, well, well, not I, fair to Walter Payton. So I was happy to see the Colts win, especially since they hadn't won anything since 1970. I mean, But I'll tell you, a great site for fans to go to is the Fuselage. Oh yes, that's a good uh, one. Dot com, yes. and actually was set up for the creators around. of the show and the writers yeah, and no producers doubt. by fans. And there's a message board uh, in there mm-hmm. where a lot of the actors respond to questions sent oh. in by fans. And I uh, I regularly go and answer a bunch of questions at a time. So that's always a great uh, place um, to go. Right now, what's the number one question that fans throw at you when they see you out or they see you in an online chat like that? Um, one question I get a lot is if what sort of reaction people give get what sort of reaction I get on the street when I go out from fans. Other fans are always wondering what do, how do people react to you when they go out and recognize <laughs> you. That's probably the most common question. And that reaction usually is uh, they're usually a bit cautious. <laughs> <laughs> they usually they usually wave or call from. Uh, from a little, from a safe distance away, where they can duck <laughs> into a, a room and the door no and doubt. charge them. Now, do you ever go to the YouTube.com? Do you ever check that website out? Sure. Have you Have you ever searched your name on the YouTube.com? You know, somebody told me about a video that's on there, and I checked it out, and it is fantastic. Are you talking about the, the Eclair romantic, romance? Yeah, thing? the romantic comedy. Oh my oh, gosh! I just saw that today, and I was like, I've got to tell them about that. Oh, you I'm should sure tell you everybody. It's a a fan cut together. It was based upon the episode from season two, yeah. when, which was the flashback to when I kidnapped Claire, the pregnant girl, and somebody cut that episode together. <laughs> Uh-oh, what happened? I didn't do anything. Uh, together with some episodes from the first season to make it look like a trailer for a film, for a romantic <laughs> comedy in which Claire and I fall in love with each other. And it is particularly... <laughs> You have to be a fan of the show and be familiar with the material to realize how ridiculous it is. Uh, 
you know, given the real storyline, but it is very well done. Very, very funny. I, I, I'm sure you got a kick out of it when you when you saw it. I guess the I guess the uh, the uh, imitation is the biggest form of flattery. There, yeah, I exactly. Guess, so. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming back on. I know you're a busy man. We're excited about it. The new season of Lost debuts uh, Wednesday night, nine o'clock here locally in Bowling Green and Southern Kentucky. Uh, looking forward to the episode. Hey, continue. Best of luck to you, man. We can't get enough of you on the show. Hopefully, hopefully it'll keep on rolling good for you, man. Uh, Tony, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. Thanks a lot. That's William Maypother. He is Ethan Rahm on Thank you, everybody. All righty. That was a very good that interview. That was very good. And in fact, what I want to see if, if this Eclair movie trailer on, on YouTube, I want to see if this is, uh, is the trailer they're talking about. Uh, and then I think uh, we may have to wrap it up after that. So let's let's see if this is it. Hi. Catch a falling star and put it in your Claire, can I tell you a secret? Never let it fade away. I'm gonna miss you. I wish you didn't have to go. Maybe I don't have to go. stop it right here because um obviously just as i'm watching it it's beautiful and i think you guys definitely need to see this but i'm thinking about the audio version of this and the uh several thousand of you that will download this it it doesn't make any sense of you at (laughs) to you at all so uh basically i will put a go to youtube yes go to youtube.com search eclair movie trailer yes e and then claire so basically eclair movie trailer and uh you definitely need to check that out it is very good good. well i'll tell you what guys um we are very very uh glad that so many people came to join us live tonight and we didn't do a whole lot of things here uh tonight but uh we we kind of caught our caught our bearings and you know what there is an endless well okay and there is a plethora of material on youtube in fact even in my inbox now i have uh Eight other messages that folks have sent us with more links to YouTube material. And what I will do, what I will do is I will have either myself or Stephanie or the two of us together, we'll sit down and go find uh, some great YouTube content that will make great audio podcasting for us to comment on future shows. And this will be great because there's a lot, I mean, we missed a lot of interviews out there. And if you know of any radio interviews, if you know of any TV interviews that are available on YouTube or somewhere else on the web, but preferably where uh, we don't have to kind of go into like a two-hour program and find the the two or three minutes. It has to be something I can just click on and play in the podcast. That'd be excellent. Just email links to them at cliff at gspn.tv and we'll be happy to bring those into some future episodes. This is going to be great content, I believe. And uh, being that this, I mean, this tonight, what we're doing here Mm -hmm. just came to me about, what, two hours ago. And so we, we really hadn't thought about this until just now. And, and I'm surprised how well it worked out, Steph. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm looking. Good. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely be doing some more of this. And if you want to find out when our next live show is, uh, you can simply join our mailing list at gspn.tv/list. So Stephanie, until next time, stay, stay lost. This program is a production of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You'll find this and other podcasts on our website at gspn.tv. Thanks for listening. This show is brought to you by TalkShoe. Create your own internet talk show. Check it out at talkshoe.com.